Hey folks, welcome back to part 3 of 3 in this episode, Stories from Botswana with Amidius. Like all good things, this episode 2 is coming to an end, but don't worry, there's an hour left in this episode where you will hear about how schools work in Botswana and how students work in schools. Ever wondered about getting married in Botswana? Me neither, but you'll still be entertained in finding out what the process is like. Spoiler alert! If you're a guy, go buy some cows. And if you made it this far, you probably really enjoyed this show. So do do make a point to drop a review or rating if possible. It would do wonders to help get us featured and discovered by more folks. Anyways, happy listening. Yes, yes. yes how yes, common yes. do you, how common would you say is the tuition culture over there? How common is what? You just asked me what tuition is. The fact that the word tuition is not common is is weird. Like tuition, maybe let's say you you have a problem in a subject and then mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you you ask for yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking you. about. That's what I'm talking about. Is that common? Oh. Yes, it's very common. Um, it's very common. There are many many businesses out there who provide right. tuition services and um. I've never had one though. I've never enrolled in one, but but it's very common. Even here in the university, it's common. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something. We have uh, an exam in grade five. It's called a scholarship exam. So if you um, get good marks in that exam, you can like from the school you are in, you can go to a better school. Like you can choose and go to a better government school by getting good marks in the exam. So they enroll students from grade one to tuition classes to get good marks in the grade five exams. So you will find grade one students, okay, after school, eight to eight to eight a.m. to one thirty p.m. school, and then two p.m. they'll be going to tuition classes. Come back home at five p.m. again. You know, tuition people people cut school. Students cut school. They cut school and go to tuition classes sometimes. And it's these tuition classes like you go to school monday to friday and then you go to tuition saturday sunday and then monday to friday in the evenings you go to tuition because the truth is the way they teach in our schools sometimes you need tuition to pass the exams they have over here which is weird yeah so is it that common is it that necessary here in Botswana is not that necessary <laughs> yes um i'm we there'll be like maybe 50 50 students in a class and the teacher won't like pay attention to every individual's mm-hmm. need. So usually the, the struggling students, they are one who need tuition. Mm-hmm. But I'd say one in 20, they will get a tuition. Here, like the thing is, even the smart ones go for tuition because you have to. Like if there's 50 students in a class and and there's only 10 students struggling, even the ones who get first in class, the ones who get top 10 in class, they also go into tuition. The ones who get the last 10 in class, they also go into tuition. They just go to different tuitions. Yeah. It's, just, it's just this booming business. You have tutors popping up left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But lucky you, man. You guys you know, won't, did not have to spend your evenings going to tuition classes. 
<laughs> but 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 I would say uh, you know we lived a life in tuition like in um the after school classes we had crazy fun you know so tell me about those experiences in your like you know school life any fun experiences you had can I talk about the like the education sector first and then like yeah, go, yeah. Like, go ahead man <laughs> yeah so here in Botswana um like when you're when you're yeah i think it's five years old you go to preschool yeah five years old you go to preschool and yeah and then six six years old you you go to primary school you'll start your standard one mm-hmm. yeah so you'll it will be standard one standard two standard three standard four standard five standard six up to standard seven we call that primary school mm-hmm. yeah and then from primary school you you'll now go to 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 secondary school yeah secondary school that's a uh, form 1 form 2 and form 3 so it's 3 years of secondary school and mm-hmm. then from secondary school you now go to senior school it's 2 years it will be form 4 and form 5 mm-hmm. so yeah. that's form 4 and form 5 is like our Oh, then you write your O levels. Form five, it, that's where you write your O level. Let me stop it right there. Just to just to revise, you enroll in standard one in when you're six years old. Yes, for some seven, yeah. So that's like grade one, right? And then you come up to standard seven. That's like grade seven, and then you have form one, form two, form three. That's like grade eight, nine, and ten. And then we do our O-levels in grade 11. And then you guys have form okay, 4, that's... form 5. And then we do our A-levels in 11, 12, 13. We do our A-levels in 13. That's like when we are 18, 18, 19. That's form 5. That's when you do your O-levels. Form 5, yeah, that's where we do our O-level. Ooh. And then after doing our O levels, mm-hmm. um, there will be like those other students. They'll go and do um an extra one year or two years doing their A levels. But right. some after doing Form Five, they just go straight to university. Right. So all the way from Standard One to Form Five, you all have no like um exams, like scholarships or like any like promotion. Oh, um. From yeah, from standard one to standard seven, that's primary school, right? Mm-hmm. After after at standard seven, you write exams. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called they're called primary school living examinations. Right. Yeah, from there you just go to to secondary school, mm-hmm. do your form one, form two, mm-hmm. form three. You write your your exams again, local exam. Right. They're called junior certificate. Uh-huh. Yeah, so junior certificate, there's usually a cut-off point, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so those who don't make the cut, they don't proceed to, to senior school. Right. Yeah, so at senior school, again, you do your form four, and then form five, you write your either local exams or mm-hmm. O-level or both, and then you go to university or you go into your A-levels now. 
Right. So what are the old ways you guys do? Is it Excel, Cambridge, that kind or? Yeah, that. Right, right. Makes sense. Quite. That, that's... So when you're doing your old ways, you're around 18, 19 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Damn. We... Wait. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So this is how it works here, right? Like I told you, we have grade one and then grade one, six years, and then we go grade five. So that's when they have the scholarship. It's like an optional exam. Um, that's like this additional thing. So does not doesn't really matter to make you go to grade six. So then grade one to grade five, and then grade five to grade eleven. That's cool. We don't have like primary, secondary. Um, we don't generally have that distinction. Grade one to grade eleven is just cool. Wait, you'll be in the same school. Yeah. Whoa. You guys have to shift school. Yes, like primary school. It's primary school only. It's and then from primary school, you go to secondary school. From secondary school, you go to senior school. <laughs> we just have one school. It's just we don't. Some of us, some of us have never gone to two schools. You go from grade one to grade thirteen in one school. You have it all in one school. So we can go from grade one to wow. grade 11 in one school and then we can do our a-levels like that so but, so let me just break it down for you so grade one to grade 11 and then we are 16 years old we're 16 or yeah. 17 when we do our o-levels right and then we if you pass your o-levels well you can go to a better school or you can some schools they only have up to o-levels some schools the good schools they have a-levels as well so um after o-levels you can do your a-levels also in the same school and it's just grade 13, grade 12, grade 13, and grade 14. And by the time you're 18, 19, you do your A-levels. And then depending on your A-level results, you can get into a university locally or a university abroad. So that's how it works here. I shifted two schools. So I was in, I, until grade 11, I was in one school. For grade, um, for my A-levels, I went to another school. But I have friends who've been from, from Montessori to grade 14 in one school. The same building, the same building, wow. same school. <laughs> oh, that must be boring. <laughs> because what is, yeah. Yeah, even here, there's some private schools where like these, these primary school and secondary school mm -hmm. in one school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is but it government, like... uh, you have to shift. Mm -hmm. So do you all have like girls schools separate, boys schools separate? Is it all mixed or how does it work? Here in Botswana, it's all mixed up. Mm -hmm. All mixed up. Like, we, yeah, same classroom. Yeah, we can share the same table. Yeah, all mixed up. You know, so we have, we have mixed schools. That's most of the private schools. The most of the private schools are mixed. Um, and most of the government schools are single sex. So... There are some, very few, as far as I know, there's only one. And there are a few other small um, government schools which are mixed with girls and boys in the same class. But other than that, most schools are single sex. So it's either only boys or only girls. From And imagine that from grade 1 to grade 14 oh. in a school only with boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... That's half the reason people go to tuition as well. You can understand that. 
Nice, nice. Wow, extra motivation to go to tuition. Interesting. <laughs> I I was luckily in a mixed school until always. And then for my elders, I went to a boys' school. So I, I had the best of both worlds. I had both experiences. But I feel for my friends who had the, only the single sex experience for all 14 years. Must be crazy for you to even think, right? Yeah, so um, let, me, let me tell you something. So I, I went to an, like a private school and government schools here in Busan, mm-hmm. right? So I went to a private school mm-hmm. um, in primary school. That's standard one, two. Standard seven, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was in a private school, and then from there, secondary school. That's when I shifted to government. Right. Yeah, that's where it all went down. So um, the difference I'd say is one: the infrastructure mm-hmm. in government school is not as good as mm-hmm. private schools, and. Uh, the language, yeah, you know, in private schools they speak more of English, in government schools more of Setswana, mm-hmm. and yeah, and uh, they're so diverse in government schools. You'll find very intelligent people and the opposite of that, mm-hmm. and then you'll find like they're just so diverse, naughty people. Mm-hmm. Like all the men people, yeah. At private school, I think like the the difference is not that much. We are all like plus or minus the same. Mm-hmm. It's more or less the same here. We also have when it comes to government school, we have people from all walks of life coming in, and you have somebody who's like um like a thug, and then you have somebody who's like. Mm-hmm you know in the same class so <laughs> it's, it yeah. goes yeah i don't know if i should be talking about this are like drugs and things that common in school drugs no not not really but um, there was this other crazy incident oh my god <laughs> so like um there was this other guy he he brought like like beer in school so like what standard was punished. this what 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 grade was this yeah that was in secondary school when i was shifting from primary to secondary school like that's when i saw like life yeah things happen so like there was this other guy you brought beer in school They're like what <laughs> <laughs> so i had to go and report him you know i was like one of those good kids mm-hmm. yep, i had to go and report him mm-hmm. and then he realized that I was the one who went <laughs> and reported him, and I didn't have a nice week. <laughs> you didn't have a nice week, man. You wouldn't have yeah. the the rest of our school life would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be suffering for the rest next three years. Hey, let me. T- hey, talking about drugs, mm-hmm. I I remember one. One incident, yeah, in secondary school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, these other dudes, they brought uh, marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is that yeah. Under? They brought it to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's weed, right? Yeah. Um, I don't use drugs, so kids don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah, ganja is marijuana. Yeah, yeah. 
So these other dudes did to the secondary school, yeah, at the court. Like, uh-huh. usually we were, they would search us at the... At the so gate. So you have, you'll have this bag so like checking. In, you'll have this bag checking thing in the, at the gate. Yes. You have prefects. Yes. Dude, you get me. Yeah, we have prefects and they would search us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, like, um, those guys, they got caught. And um, in, in Botswana, like, the villages right mm-hmm. and like almost in every village yeah there are there are chiefs the right. chief yeah yeah we call them hosi hosi means chief mm-hmm. hosi yeah right yeah hosi right so um the hosi usually uh they have this way of punishing people yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, they they they'll beat them on their backs they'll just lie down and mm-hmm. they'll like beat them with these very long stakes you know yeah right so there was this other so after those guys were caught yeah mm-hmm. who called the kosi um because these were people who commit you know many many offenses in school so like the school was just fed up Okay. So they just called the Kosi and the Kosi came to the, school, you know, of the of the kids' are, villages, like the of the village, right? So the 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 village that these kids were from, yeah. the Kosi came all the way from the village to school. Yeah, but it was the same village. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the Kosi came, yeah, with his representatives. They were there discussing mm-hmm. what to do with these kids, and um, they decided to beat them, like, bro. <laughs> The, they had these long stakes uh-huh. and um, the guys were were like topless right. yeah they were topless right. and then they would lie down uh-huh. yeah um like face down uh-huh. yeah and then they beat them on their back they did that bro at uh, at assembly like we were watching damn ah. oh. We can't do that here man we have this thing like strict no corporate punishment thing you can't beat students here they're like really strict about what it. wait 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 you don't beat students no we can't bro teachers, no like oh bro oh my wow my time bro <laughs> Yeah, so here, um, corporal punishment is very common, especially in the government school. Mm-hmm. No, you so, know, I in so primary school I had never experienced it, mm-hmm. but now, but now when I went to to secondary school, ah, yeah, if 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 a week can pass without you being spanked in spanked in the butt, uh-huh. ah, that's a good week. <laughs> yeah. So 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 the thing is, it's not allowed, right? Corporal punishment is not allowed, but there are teachers who do. There are teachers who do slap their students. There, but it's not as common as it used to be. Um, I can't speak for all these schools. Um, we do hear of incidents outside Colombo where students get beat up real bad by the teachers. But in Colombo, it's very rare for a student for a student to get beaten up by a teacher, um, because you know students' parents will come and make a scene. And um, government schools they do that. They do students do get slapped by the teachers. But caning is I don't think. like slap slap yeah, slap yeah yeah y'all don't no, we do don't that. slap we don't slap get okay. a stick just can yeah can, just can. get a stick whip in the butt 
um um i don't think um we have canes anymore i really can't speak for the rest of the schools but from all my friends that i know i don't think a single school has i do know that one school i know that this uh, brings the cane like once the interval bell hits and uh, rings and then nobody's going to class so sir brings the cane and he walks around with the cane but he doesn't hit anybody like you know he just carries everybody with the cane so is that how it works for y'all okay. school in the morning and then you'll have four periods and then interval and then four periods again and then school finishes is that how it works yeah that's how it works yeah by 130 school is done wait we have no 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 not one date one not one date i think primary school yeah i think yeah primary school it was one date or three dates somewhere one date or two dates i don't know mm-hmm. but now secondary school it will, it can go up to like four, four. because after yeah yeah there will be after after 180 mm-hmm. you go to another class up to i think 3:30 and then from 3:30 to to 4 there will be like study time mm-hmm. which will be quiet in the classrooms yeah individual studying no noise and mm-hmm. there will be like teachers going around you know yeah if they can catch you talking they're going to whip your butt do it <laughs> that is something we might have to you know think about here <laughs> we don't study man we don't we, people don't study i told you like 130 you finish school have your lunch tak tak have your lunch and get on the bus get on the to go to your tuition class and then after one two, after your science class finishes you have a maths class after your maths class finishes you have a history class after your history class finishes sambag has a elocution class and then at night he comes back home at night and just sleeps and then doesn't do homework for the next day um you guys have sports yeah. practices and stuff right academic um, clubs yeah, and societies yeah, yeah. and sports and football football is the yeah most famous sport right yeah i'd say it is it is so after school yeah there there will be like teams you know football mm-hmm. school team volleyball netball mm-hmm. yeah so they usually train after after classes and mm-hmm. some go to clubs like yeah chairs debates mm-hmm. those kind of stuff That's nice, that's yeah. nice. you'll have prefects and you'll have uh, assemblies and you'll have uh, we have those common we have those in common yeah actually um my my secondary school we had we didn't have prefect to see but we had like um src student representative council yeah mm-hmm. they'll be like the president you know the vice president secretary minister of academics minister mm-hmm. of health minister of sports mm-hmm. yeah just like in parliament but right, now right. in school to represent right. the students right. yeah so that's what we had at secondary school mm-hmm. so they were like yeah they were like versions of prefect yeah they, yeah that's but right. now in senior school that's where now i met prefect so mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting so then what other fun things you all have in school like bunking school and going to the theaters and stuff like that <laughs> i um my senior school it's it's, it's in the outskirts of khaburun right know? so like if you bunk school other will catch you because you're going to have to to get a combi right there <laughs> and they, they, they there are not many 
<laughs> next to the school to go uh-huh. inside the the city you know mm-hmm. so, like, where are you gonna go <laughs> so uh, this <laughs> um the school uh, crazy things that would happen in school would be like uh maybe missing study mm-hmm. yeah that was very common in secondary school What's yeah study? the village i took that missing study missing study time Ah, right, 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 right. Yeah, like the the extra one hour they put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very common in the in the secondary school I went to in the village. Yeah, mm-hmm. so just miss it and go. <laughs> They'll come back in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one other nice thing, <laughs> not nice but nice to watch. Mm-hmm. They like fighting, you know, like after school. <laughs> yeah, those things, those fights. <laughs> <laughs> is it just the boys or is it the girls also? Usually the boys, usually the boys. It will be like hectic. You know? Like they, they're usually like appointment, you know. There will be like rumors that today after school is gonna go down. Um, this guy versus this guy after school. And like, <laughs> you'll be there trying to trying trying to, to study in the in the extra one hour there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, when is this time gonna pass? <laughs> I wanna go watch that fight. So is it like gang fights and you know like is it fights over girls or fights over um um what is, what do they fight over? Because I'll tell you something what the most fight? common they fights usually... over here the most common fights over here it's I it's, it's, there are two things that go down okay it's either like say um I'm I'm doing my thing in school I'm doing my thing I'm just in the interval I'm just walking around and then this other dude comes up and knocks on me or something and then we have some sort of misunderstanding and then we just gets into a yeah. verbal conflict and we're like okay bro tonight today after school then my set and then his set or something like no like so my gang and his gang will get down and then and then this is what happens okay just go set up and they shout at each other just keep shouting 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 and then the people come and try to separate us and then in the end there are no punches thrown you know the it's very rare for it to escalate to the point where punches are thrown but when it does escalate it yeah. gets bloody like it gets shit bloody um i've i've not personally been involved in any but i've been there when the police have come in you know and they've got people from outsiders not school students outsiders to come in and hammer these buggers and it gets it gets bloody i saw one time when this guy got his head bashed against the car door and you know like like and Whoa. usually um ours are usually um one-on-one matches you know yeah <laughs> and the punches uh-huh. <laughs> yeah and there'll be like a lot of people just there watching <laughs> and maybe like cheering yeah usually um maybe when you are trying to act like the good guy and try and separate them you can sometimes end up getting hammered <laughs> <laughs> So it's like this. Um, it's like this. Um, you don't have these gang fights. You just have this one-on-one boxing match. Like boom, boom, boom. I've never had. I've never watched the gang fight. You know? Yeah, I usually watch one-on-one. So what? What do they fight over? Is it like what I told? Because the second most common thing they fight over is girls. You know, they're like, oh, you know, that's my girl. You know, it's my girl. You no, know, it's my. Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they 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 just fight for the one you talked about. Maybe that guy. Think some like coward or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also girls, yeah. They do fight with girls. It's universal, <laughs> man. It's universal fights. Yeah. We have this thing here where um for birthdays. So for birthdays, what they do is um 
so there is a set you know they you have cakes and you have all that shit but then there is the the bros this is what they do they come up with bags of eggs um we had this thing called ujala or blue which we put to wash clothes and then what is it uh, called what is it called again ujala or blue it's basically blue it's, it's like this bluish chemical we put to wash white clothes to give it that shiny look ujala ujala i don't know what do you call it in english um is this called blue so um ujala um eggs flour 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 wait and, wait 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 um ujala is similar is, is similar to bujalwa bujalwa means alcohol here in botswana <laughs> no not alcohol this is not alcohol not alcohol so they bring these things and then they just bash it on the birthday boy or the, you know like eggs on him water flour and all the thing and he's like a cake you know like, you know you can make cake on him so that's that's something it's kind of common here is it no 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 never never seen not that. common here no 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 mm. i've seen though um i've seen i've seen them pouring water on uh, the birthday boy Uh-huh. just like get a packet of water and then just pour uh-huh. it on him uh-huh. yeah that's right. all that yeah that's all other than parties and just yeah no well we have eggs they do eggs a lot over here you know bash eggs bam, bam, bam. You, you, oh! you don't wear new clothes <laughs> you can't wear new clothes on your birthday because you don't know from where you're going to get hammered from with an egg <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a good idea to wear new clothes on your birthday. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> there. And then when it comes to weddings here, we have a minimum of 1000 guests. <laughs> a minimum of 1000 guests. So let me tell you about weddings here in Botswana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy blood. <laughs> so, um usually we have two wedding ceremonies, mm-hmm. one at the at the groom's place. not at the groom's place at the groom's parents place mm-hmm. yeah and one at the bride's parents place right so um usually the usually the first one would be at the bride's parents mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. yeah yeah there will be a white big tent there mm-hmm. on a saturday you know yeah mm-hmm. more like a traditional wedding yeah it, it is a traditional wedding and um there will be like dances you know mm-hmm. and uh, there'll be bridesmaids the dancing the music the way the dj mm-hmm. yeah and then like the people who come mm-hmm. there'll be like those people who got invitations right yeah like friends and other family members mm-hmm. plus the community uh-huh yeah like you are next door uh-huh you see a white tent next door <laughs> yeah <laughs> you go there and there's this other <laughs> there's this other there's this other very common song mm-hmm. which is played during lunch time of a wedding right that's when you go that's <laughs> when you go so you just uh, hang around <laughs> outside until you hear the song and you're like okay it's time yes <laughs> and you yeah, go in right now it's time yeah then you just go in there for lunch there will be like rice there will be like sam like all yeah the best dishes are served at weddings right yes yes 
we call it we call it uh seven colors <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why it's called seven is it seven colors salo salo calling along because you are seven color because you are seven colors yeah so um it's they usually say it's called seven colors because they'll be like rice date will be white maybe they'll be uh beetroot there with another color chakalaka me like yeah everything in one plate nice nice so so here here it's very rare you don't find that because uh um you don't find random people walking into weddings because it's usually in halls in colombo again i can't speak for outside colombo is usually in big halls like conference halls like like wedding halls we have wedding halls so um you have a certain number of guests and generally speaking sri lankan families we have we have to invite like a lot like all our extended families so i would say a minimum of 400 to 500 people for a wedding that's that's the average people would go for like a thousand i know i i've gone to weddings where the hall can accommodate thousand i don't know if thousand people came again like you said all of the things are there, the food the people are it's usually at night weddings are usually at night here oh here it's it's, it's just from around um around around 11 pm mm-hmm. i mean 11 no, pm yeah. yeah yeah up until night yeah right because after after lunch they'll dance and you know they'll be like there'll be speeches you know the mm-hmm. the grand the grandmother you know the, the yeah like the people who who were there all along they give speeches you know the yeah that will be there will be i said there will be a wedding at the at the bride yeah. parents house and then there will be another one the other mm-hmm. side so mm-hmm. imagine um maybe i like okay maybe let's say a person um would have a wedding in tamaha where i grew up yeah mm-hmm. so the other weekend they have to travel all the way to to the groom's parents house yeah mm-hmm. to have the the second part of the wedding there and again mm-hmm. the whole community will come again <laughs> so you're telling me that yeah. the entire village shows up for the wedding yes like everybody can come though it, <laughs> it must be very expensive to have a wedding that's why i'm driving to so um before let's say you're lookman right um mm. found a girl you want to get married you want to marry him tswana you know yeah 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 and then, yeah so first of all you're going to have to pay bride price mm-hmm. bride price we call it uh lobola lobola yes have you ever had shavano say that um no but we have something similar it's called dowry we need to pay okay, yeah. no no so whoa, whoa, whoa. you're telling me that the groom has to pay the bride yes okay okay wait uh, let me explain us our thing later but you just go on with your thing okay 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 yeah so there's look man mm-hmm. you found a beautiful girl you want to marry you're going to have to pay your bride price lobola mm. mm-hmm. so usually it's um It's in the form of cattle. cattle. Here in Botswana, we are farmers. Um, we yeah. like cattle. We like mm-hmm. beef, like me. So you're gonna have to pay cattle. I get. Yeah. So it will be around maybe 
eight, nine, ten, twelve. It depends on your negotiations with the bride's family. Right. Yeah. So you're gonna have to pay maybe ten or twelve cattle. Yeah. Cows. So from there, 10, yeah. Ten or twelve cows. cows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So after that, you're gonna have to buy your your rings. You're gonna have to rent a tent. You're gonna have to buy all the food I was talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah, and organize other meetings. There's this other thing called Ato. I don't really know much about it. Yeah, but it's like a Sotswana, like the, the families gather together, you know, mm-hmm. to talk about everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you're gonna have to organize that again. Mm-hmm. So it's I'd say marrying is expensive. So does the does the groom have to bear all those expenses? I don't know if he if he is like responsible for both of them. Right. Probably not. I don't, I'm not Probably sure. not, right? Probably not for the brides. Okay. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, let me confirm. Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> All this, all the, the true ceremonies are they all on the men? What's in organize? Okay, in team away. Hey, so look, man, yeah, the groom is responsible for making sure that everything goes accordingly, but there can be assistance from other family members and other relatives. But right. you are responsible, man. That's scary, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you know how different that is from Sri Lanka? Because not just Sri Lanka, South Asian culture in general. Here, the bride's family is, um, they will um, have a lot of problems. Like, um, it's, it's on them because, um, okay, say, say you want to marry a girl, right? I mean, yes, you come yeah. here, you see a nice, beautiful Sri Lankan girl, and then you want to marry a Sri Lankan girl. And then you're in luck, bro, because the bride's family, okay, Generally speaking, it's different from culture to culture because, like I told you, there's 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 the Tamils and there's the Sinhalese and there's the Muslims and there's the Christians. So there are minor differences, but generally, um, the bride's family has to give something to the groom, right? They have the the dowry, right? They have the dowry, so they pay the groom. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it works because I can't speak for the others, but like. Um, in our culture, they generally give a car or something, like a car or a house. One, a car, a car. Yeah, one. Oh. That's that's a lot, bro. That's that's expensive here. Yeah. A car is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you expect them to give ten cars, bro? Nobody is getting married. <laughs> oh, okay. Let um, like here, if you if you can't like if you are look man and you don't have cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can negotiate with the with the bride's family to pay money. Uh-huh. So it will be like around um one one cow would be maybe maybe four thousand, five thousand Yeah, and you have to pay ten. Forty thousand pula, bro. Um <laughs> it's still cheap, man. It's still cheap compared to how much these guys have to spend over here. Because I'm talking about the bride's family. Okay, the yeah. girl, the girl has to give. Um, they generally give a house or a car, or a house and a car, 
right? Why why does the why does the bride give Dean's family? Um I don't know. Why does the groom give the bride's yeah, family? Yeah. It's price for the bride. Yeah, here the like it Yeah, like you're paying actually those cows like they they're usually like split maybe the like the, fem, the 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 father will get some I think I don't know. The father, the mother and people who like helped in gr- grooming the, yeah. the the girl they are mm-hmm. marrying so Hey, and if like if the girl is educated, you pay more. <laughs> if the, if if she's beautiful, you pay more. <laughs> but yeah. so we have the thing like um, as a Muslim, so in Islam we have the thing where it's called mahar. So the the groom has to pay the bride, right? And you can't ask the bride to pay the groom. Uh, that's how it works the group like the bride can name anything she wants say she wants two houses and that's her mahar you have to pay those two houses to get the bride that's how it works in islam but what they do in sri lankan culture is for the namesake of mahar they just pay a small amount to the bride the bride asks a small amount as mahar they pay that but then they do this thing called dowry which is not allowed and which is not a good thing generally speaking because they ask the bride to give them things the the bride pays the groom and it's it's a lot of weight it's a lot of burden on the bride's parents so it's generally like you know you need to build a house for your if you have a daughter if you have a daughter you start building a house because or you start saving money to buy a house because you need to give that to the groom and a car and things yeah. like that and as far as i know i don't think um the groom has to pay anything as such um generally speaking yeah they're like if you're the groom side it's um you're lucky kind of if you're the groom you're lucky kind of thing but again nice, it's not a good nice. thing it's not a good thing it makes sense more for me personally and of course it makes sense more what your your thing makes more sense give 10 cows to the bride's family get a beautiful bride makes more sense yeah 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 that's that and um that that that's that's nice man that's nice <laughs> so how about funerals do you all have that those dancing four men the the meme i don't know what you oh no 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 <laughs> ah, those guys can dance and that and that song <laughs> yeah bro it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um here for funerals um oh, what do I know about funerals? Hey, yeah. for funerals um they we bury our dead mm-hmm. um and uh, it's usually around i think one week Yeah, one week from death, we'll have the burial ceremony. And uh, we invite our close, not really, our extended families and friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to come. And every day of the week, mm-hmm. there will be like a, a gathering at the, where the person stayed. Mm-hmm. Like more like memorial services, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every day, every evening of the week, yeah. 
we call it merapel. So we go there merapel. and just um yeah mm -hmm. we yeah we just remember the the deceased and yeah and then on the on the burial day we there will be like a a preacher who would come then we go to the graveyard with yeah with the cars and it's very secret no dances no music no quiet what about that thing that those those guys what about them the guys who dance no we don't have those guys who dance bro where are they from we don't have those guys those are they... guys are from nigeria oh so so nigerians have a different tradition nigeria ghana somewhere there yeah uh -huh. so that tradition is quite yeah, different so... from this yeah very different like here it's it's so sacred mm -hmm. no noise it's quiet you know mm -hmm. yeah by the mm -hmm. way um here in botswana we the the majority we are like 2.5 million people in botswana mm -hmm. that's the population mm -hmm. and then um around around 70 percent i'd say identify themselves as christian right and then the remaining 30 are either Muslim, Baha'i, or African traditional religion followers. Mm -hmm. But for, for, for funerals, yeah, we, yeah, we just, we bury our dead. Yeah. Unless you are Hindu, I don't know where they came from. Like the minority, mm -hmm. they're just so mine, I don't know much about them. Right, right. Because it's mixed. Yeah. Here, of course, it's, um, again, we have cremation and burial kind of equal because we have Hindus who bury and Buddhists who bury and Buddhists who cremate. Um, it goes both ways. Um, the Muslims, we all bury are dead. And it's kind of the same because, um, so let me just tell, um, as Muslims, what we do is we, so say somebody passes away, um, within a day or as soon as possible, we bury the body. One day, sometimes less, sometimes few hours. Jeez, bro. <laughs> so that's how it is. So, so say some say somebody's mother passed away and they are abroad, okay. And say it will take they're in the US and it will take twelve hours to come to Sri Lanka. So we stay for twelve hours until they come. But say it will take twenty four hours. So say it will take more than that. We don't stay, even if it's their own son or daughter or mother or father. We generally don't keep for more than 24 hours. Rarely, there may be a little more, a little less. And we bury as soon as possible because we don't embalm the body, right? So we just go and um, we have this prayer and we bathe the body and we wrap the body and we bury the body. That's it. But then... You guys don't have caskets? So yeah, we... No, we don't like... So we, in the house, you bathe the body and you wrap the body in a cloth and then we put it in a casket and uh, we take it and go to the mosque or the burial ground and we don't bury with the casket we we take the the body and put it on the sand with like a box around it's like a wooden small box around the sand the the grave like just just to hold the sand we have some wooden planks and then we close it with a wooden plank on top and then we just put sand on top it's not a it's not a coffin we don't have coffins that's the muslims 
um when you take the christian um i haven't been to any of the other other funerals as per se but i know how it's done. so they keep it for longer the buddhists and the hindus and the christians they keep it for seven days um sometimes long uh, less sometimes more they have this they keep, they have these funeral parlors where you can keep the so keep the um the body and you yeah, can yeah. yeah you can pay your respects every day you go see and you have these um ceremonies where they pray for the dead and where they and then they with the coffin they go and they bury or they cremate uh, they have a crematorium next to the burial ground itself so it's easier um that's it and again we don't have these singing and dancing no, none of those traditions is like very solemn and all of that it's very it's a very thing and then of course the 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 family of the deceased will have visitors coming in and things like that the normal thing yeah Ooh. yeah similar and different <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, the one day. I'm still thinking about the one day. Imagine you, yeah, you, you just come back and hey, bro, we just buried a media yesterday. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> so, so generally, they spread the news around quite fast, but yeah, they don't keep it for long. It's like, no, no, we don't, we don't. But, but you have to that cut your cost though. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you think about it, um, like I've my the funerals I've gone to. very cheap i mean i think 5 10000 bucks sri lankan rupees that's i don't know if that's expensive in pula but um less than 5 to 10k just you just have to pay for the cloth and the people who dig the grave and um just those small expenses things like that that's there mm yeah let me see we've been speaking for more than 2 hours more than 2 hours but this is the longest by far this is my longest by far damn That's can you talk about like the the flag yeah your yeah. flag has many things you know could you please tell me about it <laughs> okay so you know a flag um I'm i have this key uh, i have this like key right, thing right right that's really nice yeah so, the the flag actually is got it from ajvini uh huh so yeah the sweet um it actually it, it actually has really nice meaning um a really nice meaning so let me just yeah. show you this right so you see the yeah the green yeah. the the um the green at the end it mm-hmm. represents the minority muslims in the community okay okay and then the orange represents the minority tamils in the community and then this red um okay. big thing over here the red thing it represents the majority mm-hmm. buddhist in the community the red it's, part yeah it's the majority of the communities made okay. up of buddhists yeah and those are those are like so that and then the, i think the yellow thing that goes all around it represents that mm-hmm. we are all together uh as you know as one we are all, like united as one and then you see yeah. the four bow leaves so the four leaves at the corners those yeah, are bow leaves yeah. so there is this tree called the bow tree um that's a very sacred tree to buddhists and generally it has a big place in sri lankan history because there's a lot of big uh, incidents that have been occurring around the um sacred bow tree 
So those four leaves are from the bow tree, and each of those leaves signify something different. That honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I studied this when I was in like primary school, so I I actually yeah. can't remember. But um, they represent uh, really big things that I actually don't know. And even the lion, every part of the lion. So the lion. You mean like baobab tree? It's it's called a bow tree. I don't know what's the. Spell it, please. Um, B O. B-O. Yeah, bow tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found it here. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, so those are the leaves. You can see that the shape is similar, right? And um, yeah, yeah. So each part of the lion, so the lion, so Sri Lanka has a very um thing relationship with the lion because we have a lot of we have a lot of history with lion. Like we don't have lions. I don't. We don't have lions native to Sri Lanka, but we have this lion culture, like this singha culture what do you say like our kings and our ancestors they had this kind of lionish heritage thingish i don't know how to say it like um our kings used to have those lion kind of names and um i really don't know thinking about it um i don't think sri lanka has ever had native lions but i have no idea why lions are a major part of sri lankan history lions are a major part of our stories of our of our history right so we have a lion in a flag yeah, yeah. that explains it and every part of the lion yeah. signifies something which again i have no idea of i can read it off wikipedia for you or you can read it yourself um and, yeah i'll check it out <laughs> yeah like that's the thing you know like when we had to draw our flag when we were small I did not enjoy that exercise because this lion was so yeah. hard to draw. I'm like, why couldn't our flag, <laughs> why couldn't our flag just be three stripes with a different color? I'm like, why? Couldn't it be? <laughs> I was like, no, no why? You have to oh. flag? Yeah, that must tough. be a very tough exercise. <laughs> I I cannot draw that line. I I don't know why they expect us to be able to draw that line. I don't know. I don't. I hope they don't ask the kids nowadays to draw this. But yeah, that, that it actually has very nice <laughs> meaning when you think about it. Man, well, how about your flag? It has yeah. blue, black, blue, and then there's white lines in the middle. And yeah, yeah. Whoa, mine won't be as long as yours. The explanation. <laughs> um. Um, our flag is blue, mm-hmm. and uh, it has a black in the middle, surrounded by white stripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the blue represents water. Mm-hmm. Like I said, water is very precious here in Botswana because most of our land is covered in desert, and so we really value water. Mm-hmm. And then the black and white stripe represents um, the different races that we are united here in Botswana, living together in peace and harmony. Nice. Yeah. And um, even though there is another meaning, it can also mean stripes of a zebra. Oh. A zebra, yeah. Yeah, that's our like national animal, I'd say. Yeah. Mm, nice. Our national animal is a uh, jungle cock. Jungle cock. Here in Botswana, we have a lot of wildlife, you know. We have a lot of lions. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of elephants. I saw that you guys have the largest natural elephant population. That's, yes. That's beautiful. Elephants have a big so, part of um, Sri Lanka history just, as well. Elephants? Yeah, we have. Um, you guys yeah. ride elephants? Uh, 
I haven't, but yeah, we do. We have this procession, we have this parahara thing where it's like a festival where we have elephants and we have special people who ride these elephants kind of thing. Um, I need to ask one more question because I have to ask this question. Please do. Tell me about Botswana and the beach. Yeah, the beach. <laughs> um, that's like uh, that's like paradise to us. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I heard you last time saying you just live um, a few meters away from the beach. Um, you live in paradise. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we would die to be there. They would die to see the beach and most Botswana, I think it's fair to say that they haven't seen the ocean, they haven't seen the beach, but I've, I've been privileged to, to visit the beach a couple of times and it, it's a very nice place. It makes you I feel, wish we had it. It makes, you, it makes me feel ungrateful, you know, I've lived next to the beach for all my life and I haven't gone there for like the last 10 months. I was just like... <laughs> Yeah. I can see the yeah. pain in your expression. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go there every day, bro. But if you live next to it, trust me, you won't. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Anyways, man, it's been amazing. It's been amazing talking to you, bro. I, I swear I did not feel the time going. Two and a half hours, I did not feel it going, man. This is crazy. Again, the time is 1.20 a.m. Everything's quiet. It's, 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 it's dark <laughs> and quiet and people are going to think, why is my light on? Yeah. <laughs> but it's been crazy. It's been amazing, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You shared so many things and I was like, it's like I've opened my eyes to an entire new universe. Like it's so different, so similar. It's, it's crazy. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to, to be here. It was a, a very nice talk. Thanks, man. And um, again, thank you, folks, for listening in on this show. Um, thank you for tuning in with us for all this time. And just a reminder, if you guys enjoyed this show, rate this show and drop your reviews and share it around with your friends so that more people can enjoy the show also all types of feedback and suggestions are welcome and you can drop it either on instagram or you can drop it as a review or um, even you can reach out to me via mail also you can check out and reach out to amidiazo here through his instagram i'll link it in the description for on this podcast as well um, and once again thank you amidiaz for joining us um, and sharing all your experiences with us give my regards to Amatla as well that's his younger brother <laughs> and Amelia is a yeah, Chelsea fan so he's a blue. we have a blue in the house so <laughs> I'm a blue <laughs> you guys are playing Tottenham tomorrow so good luck with that yeah thank you very much Lukman for having me no worries man thank you <laughs> oh, I hope you win yeah but yeah thank you very much for having me yeah. and uh Big shout out to, to Ashwini for this opportunity. I'm, I'm very grateful. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, Ashwini. Shout out to you. And that's it. And see you next week for the next episode, folks. See you. <laughs>